Sam, what do you think the objectively is the best sport? The the coolest sport. Sorry, the coolest sport. Ooh, so the coolest. Yeah, like you you if you could do anything Ooh. in the world that's a sport and people just yeah. think yeah, they're cool. Like I don't even like the sport, but those people, they're the coolest. But those guys, yeah. they're the coolest guys. I think I guess F1. Oh, I was going to I mean, get, you're yeah. s- I was going to throw yeah, F1 in there. You're sitting in like a multi million dollar car and tearing around tracks at hundreds of miles an hour that's pretty cool yeah you put your life at risk you get to like get out of the car and to do the whole like uh uh, what's it called armageddon thing where you take the helmet off and walk with it under your arm in slow motion like out of the car (laughs) yeah you get to wear basically a space suit so it's like kind of an astronaut you get you're you're driving in space tech like with all the carbon fiber and all that sort of stuff yeah it's 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 cutting edge tech it's Fast as hell. Leading edge. That's, um, so you that's have pretty to be, cool. I guess... You have to be fit Football and, kind of... Yeah. ...comes into it. I, I guess just because of the amount of money behind it, right? Like... Yeah. And, and the celeb status that comes with it. I think the, the letdown for football is mm. that everyone now falls over like... Um, like like a gust of wind would knock knock them over. Mm. Just They're just so dandelion-esque. And they're like insuring their feet for like millions of pounds and you know it's just oh, a bit wow. delicate is is football um yeah. and the money so goes maybe, to okay maybe heads. not football then like they're not putting their life at risk are what they about... at the end of the day they're just playing playing football which yeah they're just kicking a ball around really what mm. about mma that's pretty cool nah i don't i don't think that's cool. a bit too brutal it's a bit it's a bit too barbaric i would say boxing yeah. boxing yeah boxing's dope yeah. there's loads because there's more uh, well, actually, I don't know this for a fact. I'm assuming there's more money in boxing because it's the more yeah. it's the bigger sport, objectively, I would say. Um, and it's more sophisticated. It gets like the gentleman's beating the shit out of on somebody. Sky. Yeah, um, you got your big names. It goes back in history. You got Muhammad Ali and, and all that sort of history that goes with the sport. That's just seems to ooze a bit of class. And then you've got like films like Rocky Balboa that seem to just rank it. Oh yeah, and like the new Creed films as yeah. well. Which like they're so cool with Michael B. Jordan. Oh. What about like Yeah. Um the Red Bull See, Air Fight Air Fighter the fight the, the what are they oh, called? Like because the Birdman stuff. Y- sure. Is that is that what it is? You know, where they do the um no, agility different. The agility through the Yeah, they've uh, got like yeah. through the big pillars and stuff. Yeah. That's pretty cool. It's pretty but cool. But I don't think it's got like the wide no spread appeal. But when you see it on like, TV, it is like that is that's badass. That's F one of the sky, effectively. Uh, the F one of the sky. <laughs> there should be Time an anime of that. What about the Red Bull box carts? I I, I, I knew you were going to go the there. As soon as I heard Red Bull, of. I was like, he's going to think I'm going with box carts here. <laughs> um, yeah, I think that is the creme de la creme of sporting achievement. Really, when you can manufacture Absolutely. a soapbox from like the Simpsons. Um, when Bart makes his little, uh, and then, and then oh, it gets animated gets into spoiler hit and run, and you can you can you can drive as the oh, little you can rocket take ship, the, the rocket car. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I loved hit and run. Oh, hit and run is such a. Oh. Game. What were we talking about? Anyway, should we do a podcast? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's do a podcast. Okay, let's do it in three, two, one. Hello, Weebs, doing old, and welcome back to Gateway to the Universe, the podcast that aims to guide an anime novice through the weird, wide, and wonderful world of Japanese animation. 
My name is Sam, a self-proclaimed anime expert, and with me as always is the man who doesn't know his big three from a cup of tea. It's <laughs> our novice, Will. Wow, that's throwing throwing us back to the dark old ages when right back Sam to the used to days. have to riff some random, um, <laughs> I don't know, what do you call it, introduction, just an exclusive introduction, uh, uh, yeah. Uh, Every week. To just mock me and my uh, anime novice Novistry? That's a cool word. I thought, why uh, not bring it back? It's been a hundred episodes. Yeah. Without h- hitting our stride into our second century Some worth of episodes. I thought maybe we could, yeah, we could. Some would say Some we would talk say as that. much we garbage could... as we did at the beginning, but yeah. Oh, absolutely. I don't think that's changed whatsoever. No. Just as many tangents. But I thought I'd maybe bring it back a little bit, see if I can sustain it for a few before I inevitably drop it again because I've run out of ways to make it rhyme or make it work. <laughs> so what are the big three again? Is it, Are we talking like Bleach, Naruto? Um... Go on. Go on. You've nearly got it. Oh, is that two? Okay. One so more. Bleach, Naruto and... Ah, uh, give, give, give me a letter. Can I have a letter? Oh, One Piece. Yes. Oh, oh there we go. Okay, excellent. You cool. got it. The big three. Yeah. In the early uh, noughties through the twenty tens. Yeah. So we Bleach ended first. We've done Naruto and Bleach. We haven't done One Piece yet, and we won't be. For a long, long time, because I'm still reading the manga. Because <laughs> he wants to uh, read it first. Yeah. <laughs> what do we do here, Will? Uh, oh, we talk about anime, usually. Um, Sam gives us a show, and we pull it apart, we discuss it, we weigh its pros and its cons, and we decide whether it is good enough a show to uh, show a novice, an anime uh, noob, yeah. um, and try and get them hooked on anime. I obviously have that um, perspective on life. I don't know anime uh, in the way that proper um weebs do but uh i give things a good go i i i throw in my my definitely my my 10p my uh 10 cents <laughs> my 50 shillings um to see 50 if shillings that, that's a lot of, sterling 50 pounds. shillings i think would equate to quite a lot of money nowadays um a couple of a couple of ten thousands maybe mm-hmm. um and yeah we 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 ask big three three big questions at the end to decide whether it gets into the universe our mythical place of anime glory where these where the shows can be shown to anyone and and just get them absolutely hooked my plan is to just find is is to set up like um a, a shop front that like offers free something oh. and like entice people in so something very very okay. non-weeby so um come here for the latest jennifer aniston movie and then we just lure people in jennifer aniston Aniston. That Aniston. That's the is 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 that the that the hot button actor that your actress that you're going to be getting in for this for this scheme of yours. Okay, you couldn't Sam. think of anybody more like current. Uh, yeah, I know, but can you think <laughs> of anyone less anime than Jennifer Aniston? Sarah Jessica Parker. Okay, good shout. But is she any more current? <laughs> No. <laughs> are we are we dating ourselves? Are we like outing yeah, um, our ages by by our, our references to friends and sex in the city? Who's modern? The, who's the TikTok girl that um does all the is it Charlie Charlie Del Rey? Did I just pull Char- a name out? That's that. Yeah. See, you don't that even know. Like a combination of 
Charlie XCX and Lana Del Rey. Oh shit! Maybe 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 I'm maybe I'm getting things wrong. I don't know. There's definitely a Charlie someone that's big on TikTok. Anyway, we're gonna lure them in, and then we're gonna trap them. Lure them in, and we're gonna just. Okay. We're going to lock the door and we're just going to sit them down and watch all of our gateway shows that have got into the universe. Ooh. And then they'll leave like for being like Clockwork weep. Orange style. Exactly like, like Clockwork, clockwork Orange. Yeah. Yeah. That's our plan. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Our being your plan. <laughs> when the police ask about it and ask why these people keep going missing and why they're screaming about, there's no Jennifer Anderson here. Why are you I saying say, Anderson? Anderson? It was him. It was all his idea. It's Aniston. An- Aniston. Anist- That's what I said, wasn't it? No, you said Anderson. Mr. Anderson. Mr. Anderson. That's <laughs> it. We just get them in with the Matrix and the Jennifer Aniston movie. True. There you go. Yeah. Although Matrix is... That'll I would hook say any normie. There is a Venn diagram of Matrix fans and anime <laughs> fans. Uh, quite a large well, There was one. the Animatrix. There you go. Yeah. The Animatrix. <laughs> it's like the Animaniacs. It it's just like little cartoon versions of them that whack each other over the head. It's <laughs> just a little chibi Neo yeah. flying around. Um, this week, one. we're testing out um, Kaijo? Kaijo? Kaijo. Kaijo. Yeah. With five exclamation yeah. marks because it's big. <laughs> it's bold. It it's, is big. It's bouncy. And... Um, Keiju. Yeah, so we're talking about Keiju. Sam, why would anyone in their right mind want to watch Keiju? Well, you know, Will, sometimes you just have that itch in the back of your mind, you know? Oh, I'm glad it's at the back you of your mind. Really... I thought you were going to say somewhere else there. Go on, yeah? Oh, no, no, no. No such lewd things here. This is a serious show, Will. Mm. This is a serious show about a serious sport called Keijo. And in the tradition of long-running sports anime... Your slam dunks, your high cues, your prince of strides. We've got a young up and comer. She wants to be the best. She wants to come and dominate the world of Keijo. And if you want to experience this underdog story of someone trying their best to earn as much money as possible and become a superstar, then Keijo is the heartfelt and yeah. beautiful <laughs> show for you. I think. Any to, to say any more would to be getting into to your shtick. So let's just just jump into it and pick this show apart and figure out what it is that draws mm. so many to KJ. Okay, okay, yeah, nice try. Okay, well, what's happening here in these first three episodes of okay. KJ? So Sam, first of all, I want to thank you for bringing this show into my life because it is. Oh, you're so welcome. It is spectacular. Um, it's it's been much needed for the Did podcast. I, I we've been doing some oh, really yeah. good good shows recently. That um, it's been some bangers. Yeah. yeah, and you know to continue that trend, obviously, um, it's it's nice obviously. to have a, another sports anime to unpick. Um, my first question is, how have people invested so much time and talent into mm-hmm. this concept? Let let alone the show in general but like this as an idea and an art form how have mm. clearly very do you talented mean like on a meta level and yeah what do a, you mean on a on everything a, level <laughs> on an everything level i think like the, the the people who have made this show the animation stellar oh yeah very good very good animation incredible great drawing um there's, like there's bits there that are looking like you know, like mm. it could have come, like it's it's better than rotoscoped in some cases. There yeah. was some gymnastic bit moves that we see done with with flourish and style mm. that just 
it just jumps out of the screen at you. Just yet. Really just... Yet, Sam. The concept... I, not yet? Uh-huh. These Of a young girl heading to... Artists. Heading to a special school for professional athletes. Yes. And meeting a bunch of fast friends who she can train with. I don't uh, know what you mean, Will. Okay, for those of us that aren't in the know, and I don't I don't really think anyone's gonna be listening to this unless you are in the know. Um this show is made is is exactly what Sam said, except the sport in question, Kjo, is oh. um a sport yep. where young women have to push each other sumo style um off a platform it floating in the water um uh, using yep <laughs> using nothing more skill momentum than, some tactics than their sumptuous buttocks and um breasts <laughs> <laughs> it's a boob and butt show everybody it's a boob and butt show, boob and butt show. Yeah. it is sketchy etchy to the absolute extreme and you know what it takes itself so goddamn seriously it really Holy does crap. you know what where when was it was it episode three food wars oh god no sorry the cat just i just heard the cat pinging one of the door things and it distracted me because oh. i thought he's in the room he's not um so the um no, episode three of this show, episode two or three, there was a point oh. when they got really serious and I felt myself getting into it. I was like, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. We can do this. Here goes. We, this is yeah. what teamwork's all about. Our powers combined. Is she using her hips to build momentum? <laughs> was that a, a special technique, Will? And then they'd come out with something phenomenal that would just bring me right back down to earth. Like, um, I don't know. The uh, vacuum butt cannon, or <laughs> <laughs> the bust to bust attack. Um, My bust to bust attack. Yeah. Where, oh, I need to be faster. I need to reduce the surface area. How will I do this? Wedgie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the amount of unapologetic shots of either unpicking a wedgie or giving oneself a wedgie to benefit <laughs> the the sport. It's all for the sport. It's all for the spot. Um, yeah, it, it's... Uh, like, let's it's let's dive into the sketchy etchy because it is just everywhere. It is. It so is the opening the scene. opening seconds. <laughs> I've never it's seen such tits, finely rendered breasts. Um, in that order. As we, as we meet our cast. It's mad. <sighs> it's just... There's, there's no shame here. And again, like, the characters are pretty much fine with it. They're like... Because they're... Almost, you could argue potentially will to play devil's advocate for a moment mm. this is actually the most empowering show we've ever seen these young women are making money and fame yeah you go with that Sam. good lifestyle yeah, yeah you, for you, themselves. You, you follow that track yeah that's great um so these kids are just 18 and um yep. they are going to an elite academy i mean the world building is phenomenal like this world is set up so that this sport is the big thing you know there's money invested into getting the elite the best meals and the best food possible and we follow our young girls who all look exactly the same except occasionally their hair color changes and their eye color their and their breast size and booty size true true oh by the way there's some science in here like is it true that westerners have a different pelvis like their pelvis is angled differently so they have more have bigger bumps 
Is that is that yeah. factually accurate? That's incredible. I, I do believe that that is. I would trust you. I would true. trust your opinion, Sam, because I feel like you've done the research. I, I feel like you've I written the dissertation. Not research to do with butts. Well, yeah. as we all know. Uh, <laughs> oh. oh my god, we need to watch Prison School, man, because there is a legendary, like, that one of the characters gets asked, like, on threat of being expelled, mm. he says. You need to tell me, are you an ass or a boob man? And he he delivers one of the finest speeches of all time into the reason uh, okay. why, of course, every person should be an ass man. Uh, it's gold. <laughs> like, I'll send you the clip out of Because it's context, gender neutral, right? But Yeah, of course. Everybody can appreciate a good ass. Yeah. It's the only reason. Anyway, um, yeah, it's... Yeah, there's a bit of science going on here. There's like, again, like you said, the animation is incredible. And a lot of it is, you know, mostly grounded mm. until it's not. Yeah. And then it it goes full shonen battle where people are leaving after images. People are firing off cannons so let's, with their ass. Yeah, it's it's impressive. Um, let, let's, let's just set the scene as far as what happens in the first three. So the, the first yeah. three is... We meet, um, uh, um, is our main, ca- main character Miata? Is that how we're going? Uh, yeah, N- Nozomi. Oh, Nozomi. Nozomi, yes. The black haired girl. She's from Kobe. Yes. She is from Kobe. <laughs> was, I was really Home impressed, girl. actually. And I, th- uh, yeah, repping the, uh, repping the west side. West side? Yeah, west side. Um, it's really interesting because it's set Kobe's in, on the east. um, I think it's it is. Kobe, well, no, because Tokyo's on the east, Kobe's to the west side, and we'll get into that because you watch this in the dub, yes. and we talk, we've mentioned before on the podcast about how, uh, when characters in, uh, anime who are meant to be from the western side of Japan, so that's everything from kind of Osaka westernly, mm. um, they have what's called a Kansai accent, which is seen by some people in the metropolitan Tokyo area to be a bit of a country, Hick style accent because they yeah a bit of a bumpkin out from the boonies mm. and that's reflected here in the subtitles of the show where they're using lots of yalls and <laughs> yours to yeah. talk to each other yeah and you were telling me that in the yeah it's dub, it's a southern american accent it's a uh texas droll and it's, it's good it's fun i like it is that with all of all of the girls or is that who who has the draw okay so that is Ah, oh, you, you're testing me now. It's the, the the it's the two roommates. So there's the girl that doesn't say anything. Um, yep, Ado. Yeah, I think. Yep, sure. Uh, and then there's the the one that just comes out and says it straight away. Like she's got an American. She's 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 quite happy to yeah, just she's own like her. The uh, bumbling one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The one that falls over a lot. Yeah. Which yeah. seems does Nozomi really? A real hindrance when it comes to this kind of sport, but yeah, to this sport which requires you to keep your balance a lot of the time. Yeah, yeah. Does does Nozomi have any sort of drawl? Because there's like there's moments in the subtitles where she also uses like yer and a bit more slang. Um, so that's that's an interesting question. I don't think they ever draw attention to that. I did on occasion think that she sounded a bit more twangy than um what i would expect so potentially um 
yeah, but not not. I don't think she, I don't. I, I didn't. I didn't assume she was supposed to. I thought it was just like maybe the voice actor doing <laughs> screwing just, up, just having a go, yeah. just trying it out. She does. <laughs> mo- she like, does. Why not? She does mock it at some point. So there is like deliberate um, her sort of mm. putting on the voice, putting on the accent. So I don't know whether yeah, because some of her roommates are from even more rural than her. I think. So. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. Okay. Good job. Um, to, to kind of pull back to the, where it's set in the whole Kobe situation, they talk about how most of them are from Kobe, uh, sorry, Hyogo Prefecture, which is where Kobe City is located. But they also talk about in, I think, episode two or three, when they're doing the keepy uppies with the beach ball, about how they're going to get the most delicious gelato from Awajishima or Awaji Island. And that is directly um, to the south of Kobe, it's like an actual island you can get to on the world's longest suspension bridge. So Ooh. it almost feels like, and, and I only know now that I live here what those references are, but it yeah. feels like, um, it's one of those anime that somebody on the production committee had ties to like the Hyogo tourism board and they're like, okay, we'll just set it in Kobe, we'll set it around this area, and we'll just keep throwing in loads of local references, yeah. and just hope that people want to go there for anime pilgrimages. <laughs> like, you get these style of shows every now and then that, like, completely solidify themselves as being set in this very specific area of Japan. I know K-On! does it a lot of the time. Uh, it's like a, that's like a music uh, anime. And the biggest one in recent memory is Zombieland Saga, right. where it is set in the Saga prefecture, and the whole aim of that show is to get more tourism into Saga, both in the show and in the meta sense as well. And oh, right. it's interesting here that the Boobs and Butt show is now inextricably linked to Kobe. <laughs> yeah. I can now never unthink this. It's great. I love it. I think I think there's no better way to make you feel more uncomfortable than to have you be associated with the boobs and butt anime. Um I think that's it's kind of clever though, isn't it? Because I think what's what what's great about media sometimes is that the 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 way you get out there is by being niche and because it gives people a bit of sort of in the know, like, oh, oh yeah, I know Kobe, or, or I'm from Kobe, or I've been there, or I've heard of that. So I can learn vicariously through this show a little bit about this place. It might make me want to go. You get a bit of ownership over the show if it's this, like, yeah. um, real place that you can sort of do more research on on the sly and, like, have that sort of connection with, Where um, whereas, like, a, a mythical made-up place. Like, isn't... um. Prince of Stride, that was just made up, wasn't it? Sort of the, the location or I think that was like a yeah, it was it was some ward of Tokyo that uh, didn't right. exist, basically. Yeah. Um yeah. I, I guess you could say the same things for Haikyuu as well, because that's set in an actual um prefecture of Japan, like mm. a, a more rural mountainous place. Like I like it when that world building element comes into it because it then it grounds the show a bit more and it gives you that yeah. I like you exactly like you said that ownership over it. It's a really good observation. Yeah. Um look, just going back to the geography, I've just got a map of Japan up. You don't have like Kobe Japan's shape. How do you even have a north, south, east and west coast? Like it's not <laughs> it's like a boomerang, it's, right? <laughs> yeah. it's, I mean, it's on the south of the but it it's this it's the southern part but then there's even more southern points because as the it then continues to do the weird curve yeah like you get nagasaki and hiroshima which are technically further south than kobe but they're also 
significantly further to the west so you have to kind of be like oh yeah they're in western japan then you've got things like okinawa which are literally hundreds of miles in the ocean below but like if you were gonna if you were gonna straighten out japan you would have like if i I was just to like really work out the kinks we'd just like get into the chiropractor turn it into like then you would be on the east there's no way like unless because like it, you're, you're on the central, east, I guess. you're on the east coast, but like you're central in the sort of global sense. Yeah, I think looking at Japan as it is and its weird twisties yeah, you, shape. Yeah, you're kind of like banging the almost banging the middle. Yeah, with Kobe. Yeah, and and Hyogo. But if you but followed, if you if you were like in Tokyo on the east and you followed the east coast down, you'd get to Kobe. Yeah, but the thing is with. Um, <laughs> Where Tokyo is compared to where Osaka and Kyoto is, there's like a big set of mountain ranges that kind of go in between. Yeah. And like you've got Fuji there as well. And basically anything that goes past Fuji is Western Japan. Because you've got to remember, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Tokyo is this insane mega city, which is actually like 20 cities combined together yeah. into one. Yeah. So like there's so much and it's so dense there in Tokyo. Does it reach the other side yet? well it almost reaches out to fuji (laughs) like it's and it's still expanding like Mm. it's mental how big that city is you you, like until you visit you don't comprehend just how large this place is so it makes sense that all the individual cities that are like dotted around to the west you because tokyo is fine because everything there is flat so you can just build the city and it just keeps expanding mm. whereas once you cross the mountains there are so much so many more mountain ranges to the west of japan that whenever there's the a mountains. city it's like once you cross into mordor <laughs> you find smaller cities that have cropped up in the gaps the flat gaps but like every city one does not simply west almost one does not simply walk into kobe <laughs> Well, you don't because you can't because it's surrounded by mountains. Like all these other <laughs> cities crop up because they are surrounded by fucking mountains on every single side. Mm-hmm. So you can't link them into more mega cities like Tokyo has. So yeah, there's just this. It's, it's really interesting. Okay? It, I can Maybe tell not for anybody else. I'm really but for me. I'm yeah. like this so explains anyway, a lot. <laughs> girls that push each other off with their buttocks. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's what we're supposed to be talking about here. Hell yeah. Um, <laughs> Do you find it sexy? I'm going to ask this straight up. Do All you right, think okay. that there is an erotic aspect to this, or do you think that it's just there for the sake of being fan servicey? Ooh, okay. So objectively, because subjectively, I'm not going to start getting into my personal preferences and fetishes when it comes to drawings drawing. of characters. <laughs> um which I'm so glad, by the way. I'm so glad that they pointed out they, that these were 18 year old drawings because that would have, that would have mm. been weird if they had been younger than 18 drawings of characters. Yet I do have a bit of an issue with the groping and molestation in this show. Every, yeah. Because either they're young and explore, exploring and sort of you can sort of throw it away as these girls are just curious or they're 18. And are legally, you know, responsible for their actions. Um, you can't have it both yeah. ways, show, uh, which is what they're trying to do. <laughs> it's like, that classic, like, how do we get a quick, a quick sexy scene and a quick like gag out of this? Oh, I tripped over and I'm groping your breasts. Yeah. Or oh, I'll just I'll make this person feel uncomfortable by grabbing their mm. ass. It's it's cheap, 
you can make the humor still work by giving the girls agency over it. Like you can have the same result and, and arguably a better joke if you have the girls be like, yeah, here, yeah, you can touch my butt. Or yeah, you can touch my breast. And like, yeah. and they're using, and they're being, cause one of the girls is very tactical and she's like, I need to gather information on my rivals. Yeah. So how am I going to do that? Come and have a tension, re- like relieving massage and I can touch all the butts. And that works as a joke because she's not doing it in a sexual way. Yeah. It's, even it's, though it looks sexual. It, yeah. It's alluded to that it's a sexual way to it. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, exactly. It's like, Hey, what's going on? This seems really seedy. And then it just turns out she's getting tactical information. Um, which mm. I guess is just, um, yeah, just good tactical sense. Um, yeah, I agree. I, th- I think some of the jokes are really cheap and unnecessary. Um, and, uh, is it sexy? Is it, is it? Is the show going for sexy or is it just going for comical ridiculousness? Um, like the juxtaposition of the insane fighting animations with it being butts and boobs. <laughs> like... It is ridiculous. Like, it's so over the top. Like, they do the, um, one of my favorite exercises is the, is the 300 meter butt walk, where they're just trying to walk oh God, on their butt. Yes. <laughs> for 300 meters. <laughs> like, just waddling. I, I, I think, I think it is just the stupidity of it. I think, I, th- I do think they know exactly what they're doing. It's not, uh, it's not supposed to be sexy, but being anime, Mm. anime in general loves the lewd and the sketchy etchy so it's yeah that the show itself isn't designed to be that but through the nature of being anime and designed by artists who have grown up within that culture i think it has the same effect mm. what are your yeah, thoughts no i'd agree with that i think all the character designs are designed to be as sexy as possible. Like, Aww. there's a lot of, obviously, tight clothes. We see lots of very specific focus on low camera angles. The siren, no. And again, and that speaks to the show, again, juxtaposing ridiculousness with the story that it's trying to tell. Because at, at its heart, I feel like it does want to be like a fairly serious sports anime that they've put together. Like there's no manga this is based off. This is anime original. Oh, this wow. is okay. somebody's thought, okay, I want to make this. And they convinced enough people to mm. fund it. So yeah. here we are. But I think it speaks to the fact that certain animators want to animate sexy things, but also be hype. <laughs> so they've got this team that have p- clearly put a lot of time and effort into making the characters look as good as possible yeah. because the audience they're aiming for is only going to be seedy teenage boys who just want to watch girls in swimsuits fighting but also they're passionate enough about it to make it look technically good yeah and i don't know where the line lies because i'm like <laughs> yeah okay so here's here's a scene where she's getting a back massage but she's also expositing about like the different roles of keijo players like what, what do they say like, oh yeah like genuinely or... the, the 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 different um types of uh, keiju fighters and the tactical stuff like they have thought so long about the intricacies of this battle shonen it does support that argument and i do think they wanted to create something that was tangible and that you could sort of get behind like i was actually interested in the infighter and the outfighter and the counter and the different That's the infighter and outfighter and the different roles that they had and then like 
when they're expositing, by the way, anime in general really needs to learn that it's not okay for every single protagonist or any character to just exposit what they are doing mid-attack because it's mm. just, it's not believable. Like, I'll use my hips to build up momentum. <laughs> okay, yeah, cool. Or you could just show me that. Um, yeah, but, but it's, not, it. it's not even in the build-up. Like, when they're building up, I get the whole, I'm just going to narrate what's what I'm thinking. But, like, in mid-attack, they're having whole conversations. Like, I'm going in with this super fast thing, and uh, hopefully she won't move out of the way because I'm quicker, I'm the strongest. It's like, you do not have the time to articulate that. The bollocks, no. Like, I, I guess it's... It's D&D rules, dude. Yeah, yeah. You get six seconds of action, but talking's a free action, so it yeah. doesn't count. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's true, and I guess if it's it, it, okay, they can they can they can get away with it if it's in a monologue because we think a lot quicker than we talk. But if they're actually talking, yeah. they can't have it. That's not fair. No, it doesn't get to fly. <laughs> no, yeah. Um, so to wrap up that bit, I think yeah, it's it is a sexy show, but it's on the borderline of being just so ridiculous and sincere i think about what it's trying to get across like it's so mm. sincere in being like first and foremost it's a sport shonen battle anime <laughs> and then i guess we've just tacked on all the sexy elements afterwards and it, that's something that's just if nothing else interesting yeah it's like whereas food wars was like okay how are we going to keep people interested oh we'll just show porn every time we cook a meal yeah this is like Okay, how are we going to keep people interested? Oh, we'll just make them sexy, and then the fights speak for themselves. Yeah. It's like, there's a difference there in the way that the two shows went about the etchy. Yeah. Like, here, it's sexy because they're sexy characters. In Food Wars, it's sexy because they're making straight-up hentai with the characters. Mm. Like, here, I don't think it's going out of its way to show them in overly sexual situations. It's just... They're wearing... I mean, they are. They are. Clearly. They are. But it's not like the characters no, aren't no, reacting Sam, Sam, the so prob- much in like a- <laughs> Yeah. See, this, this is how they've got you. No, we're not going out of oh, our no. way to cause sexy situations. That's just the rules of the sport. The rules of the sport dictate <laughs> we use our butts and our boobs. <laughs> Damn it, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> the rules are the rules, and we can't argue with the rules. What can I say? I've just got brain rot for just sexy anime girls. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'm too far gone, Will. You need to drag me back from yeah. the edge. I okay. To- Let me drag you back by talking about the three main parts of these three episodes. So episode one, the big okay. thing is this battle royale um, competition where they're, they're still trying to get into this mm-hmm. elite school, this um, train. I don't want to get... I use the word elite, but there is an elite within the academy. But you get, you're trying to get into this academy... Mm-hmm. Um, and to finish top of the leaderboard, we have to do well in this battle royale. So it's our protagonist, um, so, 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 no, Nozomi. Um, and she is from her perspective. She's going at it. They've got these platforms and they have to run between them and knock each other off. Quite a fun, entertaining show. It's battle royale style. Last, last person standing. Um, what do we think to that whole scene? Because that's a, the first introduction of a load of moves. We see so many different individual butt one-on-ones. Cannon. Uh, yeah, but Cannon. We, we we see like different styles. Um, we see team ups. Um, we see. Oh my god! Go on. 
there's like a there's a moment where um the really overpowered pink haired girl yeah like kind of comes to help Nozomi because she's been like yes I know where you're going with three other guys or something Mm. and there's just a moment where she like she flickers and then one of the girls just falls unconscious into the water and the sound effect it's like three times yeah. She's just like, crack, crack. And yeah. it turns out she's able to bend her entire ass around almost perfectly, th- like 180 degrees, to smash somebody so hard on the chin that it rattles their brain. The exact words Nozomi uses are, oh, I see, you hit them on the chin to rattle their brain and knock them out. And that's a legal move. That's a legal move. In the first episode. That no one does anything about when this unconscious girl falls into the water. Falls into the water. Like, Where's the lifeguard? Where's any of the safety? Just the comment- they, they've seen it. The commentator just goes, and they're unconscious and in the water. Out. <laughs> what do you mean out? They're out. Save her Too life. Bad. This is this is nice. turning into this the Hunger Games very quickly. These girls aren't being eliminated. <laughs> they're dying. <laughs> just that's it. Cat- Katniss was clearly missing out. She like she took focused too hard on the bow. She should have been she working did. with like that one eighty butt smash. Yeah. Yeah, she went for the she, she, Well, no, maybe she preempted. She knew the butt smash was coming, so she went long distance and was just like, "I'm, I'm not getting, <laughs> she, not she getting into close. close quarters." Yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> so that whole scene was. I like brutal. it. I like that first fight. I did. It was like, a good way of. It was a good fun way. Like it's absolutely not what the sport is, but it's also just fun to see them all go at it using their body parts to to be creative in all the different ways, and you sort of get a big showcase of mm. all the main cast and stuff. It's good. Yeah. I don't think it's um <laughs> like Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> it's it's there's there's a number of points in there where it's like, oh, I'll counter this by smashing my face into this girl's gooch. <laughs> and I'm like oh, Yeah. And that's that's where I we get the this? That's where we get the um uh, what was the move? Uh, bust to bust attack. Um, oh, and the they... bust to bust attack. Yeah. Oh, and then she, then she like, pinches. Again, they're taking it. Pinches so the costume. Oh my god! The... <laughs> she pinches I'm sorry, the it's, it circled back round to genius again because yeah. she's about to fall in the water and she's like, she's just been told breasts can be used for more than bouncing, and she uses her boobs to grab the swimming costume of her rival to yeah. to hold herself above the water. Yeah, and it's like. There's tactics here. Yeah. That's like a creative way to use your breasts in this sport. Are we going to see more of that? There's a sentence. No, it's just going to go Super Saiyan. Uh, (laughs) There's a sentence I never thought I'd say. Yeah. I think... And again, we talk about the production values. Yeah. It's just... It's so well done Mm -hmm. for what is effectively just... Softcore. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Like it is impressive. Um, I think they are just, yeah. I think when they're planning this, they must just really go right. Sports, okay. How can we do this tactically? And they get all of that out of their system when they're planning the story, and then they leave it up to people to just animate in this in sketchy ways and like be like it's like okay. It must be quite fun a to b to think about what you want in the middle. Yeah. 
Yeah, potentially. Or, or it's just like, this is how it's going to happen. And then the camera angle is up to you. <laughs> like you, you focus on what you want to focus on. Because um, there's conversations where they're just watching, like they're having conversations, but all you're focusing on is their asses and they're just unpicking yeah, wedges. Or when they're looking at the breakfast. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and it's just like, that is their entire, there, there's so many shots where it is just gratuitous camel toes. And like, Yeah, so I was, I was, one point. I, it was up to a point, I was like, okay, we're not seeing much of that. And then it started to just drip feed mm-hmm. in. And I was like, ah, okay, they are, they are doing it. Okay, all right, never mind. Um, the second episode, can we talk <laughs> yes. about the bouncing ball exercise where they have to keep the oh beach ball God. in the air? Because that is the most absurd. That is, that, that's the bit where like... <laughs> My brain. Is that where you were just like, nah, I can't. <laughs> I, well, it's the bit. So they they spend ages. They spend ages trying to figure out a way of doing it, and then we have this um, girl uh, Alba, um, who Alba, yes, who who can read the wind, read the wind, and <laughs> not only can she read the wind, which in itself is some sort of superpower in this in this game, because and also like it's <laughs> right. There's so much. There's so much. First of all. This game, this this okay. world doesn't have superpowers. They don't work as teams. So unless unless they do, but like they don't, they don't, they're not supposed to work as teams. It's an individual sport. So arguably, they've gone to the effort of giving this girl a superpower that isn't actually ever going to come up again, apart from this scene <laughs> or this. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So she can read the wind, and not only that, her hair is sentient enough to. Point in the direction. direction. (laughs) Point in the direction which it's going, and not only that, but Nozomi, um, Nozomi has the ability to interpret the hair into a Mm -hmm. into a um, measurable amount, and say it's fifteen feet that way to the northwest or whatever, to give people directions in order to get them to the location of the ball in order to keep it in the air in time before it hits the ground. It is the most absurd thing in the world. And yet, I bought into it. And yet? I bought into it. I was like, okay, we'll go with this. This is ridiculous, but we'll go into it. And the music started to swell, and it got bigger and more important. And then the last Uh scene just... (laughs) I just broke down in fits of giggles when she's just like, no, it's, you're wrong. I'm sorry, but you have to listen to me. Don't do it. So like, so dramatic. Like, It's 15 metres that way. And then she still has the and, time. And Nozomi's there like, I already knew, bro. Yeah. I just wanted you to say it. It's like, this is not how... You treat your uh, your introverted friends. Oh my <laughs> like, I'm God. sorry. You, yeah, you just you do... <laughs> put them into awkward situations until they have to speak. But it's just put so dramatic completely. and over the top. And it's like, I love it. And that pulled I you couldn't... right out, did it? Yeah, it pulled me out of it. I just I just broke down in fits of giggles. I thought it was brilliant. Like, <laughs> it, it, it just, I thought it was already there. And then it went, went again. It went another level. And I couldn't help but just fall in love with that scene it was beautiful i just yeah it's great and everyone's just oh my god and it's just the ridiculousness that like they broke the record these conversations yeah beach balls are fairly light but like practically you know that they haven't got enough time to have these conversations process everything and get into location and do it let alone the physical ability of actually bouncing a beach ball off your buttocks but 
Mm. That last scene, it no just breasts allowed in this game. It's like she goes miles off in the wrong direction, and then doesn't notice that the ball is floating off in the complete opposite direction, but <laughs> then has to be told. Wait, yeah, because then, then then she sends Nozomi, who's kind of, but she's like Nozomi, it's fifteen feet that way, and it's like okay, so now she's got to go fifteen feet that way as it's already in the air. It just loses all pretense that it's plausible in any stretch, and um. Yeah, it's fun. Fun stuff. Yeah. Fun, ridiculous, mostly ridiculous. And then episode three, the big thing is the suit, right? Yes, like the restricted, what do they call it? The UTA. Mm. UTA? UTC? Uh, Something like that. UTC, something like that. It sounds like an infection. (laughs) Sounds like a what? Um... (laughs) An infection. Oh, it does, yeah. <laughs> mm. UTM. There we go. There we go. It's like, and it's basically, it's the the slightly rotund teacher's muscle restricting suit to try and train up Nozomi so she can use this dangerous special technique, yeah, uh, the, the vacuum butt wave, uh, where she apparently manages to spin herself so fast that she can defy all laws of physics and create a vacuum that tears fabric from skin. Yeah, and okay, I guess we're just Super Saiyans now. And, like, episode three is where we start to approach the jumping the shark point. Like, up until that point, you could kind of get away with the hyperbole of everything. Mm. Like, oh, she's, she hits somebody so fast with her butt that they pass out. Or, oh, she can hit with her butt so many times, like, per minute. But we get introduced to a couple of the other members of the elite and it's like, how many times did I shake my butt just now? Yeah. I did it 30 times in one second. And like <laughs> Nozomi's firing off like actual Hadokens into like the atmosphere and people are able to use shielding techniques with their boobs. And I'm like, okay. Yeah. I guess we're like, we're going full into the absurd here. Yeah. And, that's fine. I, the, I guess we'll get into it maybe a little bit in the OP, but we see the range of some of these techniques and how ridiculous that they mm. are. Yeah. Like, teased I, in I'm, the I'm, OP. I'm, I'm sat here thinking, um, there was a show that we watched, and you'll be able, I'm sure you'll be able to tell me what it is, but there was a show, there's probably a few that have done this, where mm-hmm. the sport or the activity in question was quite mundane and because they wanted to make it more intense it was like properly done in so overly over the top and over theatrical it became a bit absurd and stuff but it was all to sort of make the Beyblade yeah Beyblade to a certain extent although that's quite physical isn't it isn't the one like a tactitional one like they're playing chess or something and it's like I make this move and it's the best thing and it's just so over the top oh was it no game no life maybe maybe anyway that it works it whatever it was it worked well because um it was the uh what do you call it um the juxtaposition juxtaposition that between hy- the hyperbole of how ridiculous it was and it was just a game of tennis or yeah. or volleyball yeah. or whatever and this is supposed to but this is supposed to be like an exciting and intense sport and now you're adding in like superpowers What's um? Oh, I tell you what does it well. What's the what was the um fighting shonen that also does a bit of this? Uh, the god one. What is in like? 
Oh, was it Record of Ragnarok? Yeah, they do. They do a lot and of like over the top yeah. sort of superpower reaction. Every, everybody's got one big move, and then <laughs> everybody has to react to the big move, yeah. and then the impact is shown, and then the next episode starts. And it's like, what? What anyway. did I just spend twenty minutes watching? <laughs> yeah, um, I'm kind of getting a bit off 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 point here. Um, my big question is, oh, my my big thought experiment for you is. Imagine, uh-huh. imagine this in live action. Oh my god! Yeah. Oh my. <laughs> uh, imagine the thirty could, could butt you? strikes in live action. It's just per someone second. twerking. <laughs> Did you see how many times I twerked? <laughs> thirty times. This oh my god! It's so quick. Technique. I couldn't even see it. Twerk again. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it, it would. It, it, it's almost. It's yeah. not possible, right? It wouldn't be I possible. I feel like that's an unfair test for most animes. Like to say, no, no, it's this in not though. It's not because with with CGI Actually, and stuff, yeah. like I genuinely think you can I, make most of them entertaining and sort of. I've go seen on. a really good My Hero Academia fan film where it's like it's set in in like the UA high school um, because they apply America campus. They still they still it's follow like, laws. It's grounded. They're they're yeah, they're, like, they're in universe laws. But they still follow sort of things that you can tangibly believe. Like it's a, it's the whole rule mm. of superhero movies. You know, it's the reason we believe we, yeah. we watch them and they work. Like superheroes aren't a problem. When it if comes you to introduce a rule, you stick to that rule. Yeah. Like I was listening to a podcast recently, which was talking about the same things. It's like, especially with like with things like time travel or superpowers or anything like that. If you introduce an absurd concept into the universe, but then you just play it straight and they follow the rules of that concept, mm. then audiences will be more likely to stick along with it and review it better but if you if it's muddy and then the idea of what that can become gets a bit twisted like Mm. dragon ball z is easy it's like okay you're super strong as a martial artist and if you're from this race you can power up and get a new form and that is basically all they've done for the past 30 40 years (laughs) and it works and people sort of love dragon ball z yeah but you get this idea maybe with keijo where okay here's the idea in the first episode you're, you're bouncing your butts and your boobs around and it's actually kind of tactical, but it's all still quite physical and yeah. maybe they can do things faster than a normal person and that's okay. But now suddenly people can sense how the winds are working and they're increasing and there's after images and it's turning into something that it wasn't at the start yeah. and the yeah. messages are kind of mixed. I don't know. Yeah. But then do we all just need to weird. be a bit like... Ah, oh, whatever. It's fun. It's ridiculous. And people like Super Saiyan stuff, don't they? They like it when people have got these little powers that make them unique and mm. special. Um, it does, it, it's good entertainment. I mean, I mean it's, it is fun when they do that sort of stuff. Like, we're going to, yeah. um, chat at some point about, um, One Piece. And, you know, everyone in there has got their own special thing that's like OP. And it's, hey, OP, mm-hmm. One Piece. Uh, oh my God. The original. Yeah. Um, <laughs> So yeah. I don't know. It's not. It's not necessarily yeah. a criticism. It's just an observation, I guess. That um, it seems to be going that yeah. way. Should we move on? But again, yeah. Okay, let's move Any on. Any odds and ends before we do move on? I was going to op. Oh no, we have to do op and ed. Mm. Of course. I'm so sorry. Yeah. So the op. Well, what do we say? I mean, it starts innocently enough, and we get the character. I designs. think it starts stronger than it ends. Yeah. To be honest. Okay. Um, like it's starting with that really intense like guitar. Yeah, I'm like, all right, yeah, all right. 
Yeah. yeah. And for the first for like, boobs and butt fighting. 30 seconds, it is just character designs. Like they're sexually drawn, but it's not, well, they're, they're drawn mm. fairly, se- yeah, fairly sexy, but like it, they're not doing anything oh, yeah. lewd. Um, and it's just, just them. And, and then they get, then they become more scantily dressed as they get into their swimsuits and they start focusing on different parts of them. And, um, then mm-hmm. a dragon shoots out of someone's ass and a girl wedges herself on screen and, it just turns into a lot of shots of the show, really. And of that. Hey yeah. Presto, that's our lineup and the song's a little pop it's, number. Yeah, it just it it turns from like what could have been like a cool almost new metal number <laughs> into just idols yeah. singing yeah. about stuff over over a lot more sexualized imagery than we tend <clears> to get <throat> for a normal OP. Mm. Yeah. Like and especially it ending on them all in their, their, I guess, casual swimsuits, which are a lot more revealing and a lot more, like, there's a lot more intent there for the characters to be sexy in that final lineup shot. Ah, uh, yes. Yeah, that's interesting. Didn't really clock that. They are. Yeah. Mm. Those are their normal uniforms. You know, I, I, I give it, I give it a Keijo match out of 10. Uh, yeah, yeah. Pretty much sums it up. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I'll give it. <laughs> I'll give it a, <laughs> I only joined Keijo because I like wearing swimsuits out of 10. Because that was one of the girl's reasons for joining, for dedicating her life to this sport, the, was that she enjoys wearing nice, sport. sexy swimsuits. You know what? I got to respect Nozomi's uh, reason for joining is she just <clears throat> wants to get that bag. She just wants to be rich. Yeah. And just I, have to, I have to respect the fact that, like the only reason she wants to get into the elite program is because there's a fifty percent off like scholarship. Yeah, and honestly, like that is hilarious to me because you don't see that from a sports protagonist. Sports protagonists do it for the love of the sport, and yeah, Nozomi's got that idea that she doesn't want to lose again. But the driving force beneath everything is yeah. I want money, Are they mixing motives? And I want to eat good food. Does our Shonen protagonist bit... try and cover too many bases? <laughs> Maybe she just needs to. Pick I think so. Them. Yeah. I... Yeah, I think you could definitely just leave it with her being passionate. And you could even turn that into a growth moment of her moving away from the money and fa- and facing more defeats. Maybe that's what happens in the series, more. though. Maybe, like, that's her growth throughout. She, she She's all about the money. She abandons the money. Yeah. And then it's she's like... She's in it for the, for the love of the game. Yeah, because she's willing to put her body on the line to get this... Also, mm. that stupid um, vacuum... Bu- canon thing like it rips off people's yes. clothes but it didn't win uh-huh. the match it should also take <laughs> flesh f- from it well, as well like it if, it's, do if it's something to disable a person off. i mean i guess maybe maybe <laughs> that's like one of the hidden rules if you lose your costume you're out but it's, it's game over if, if, if anything it's gonna get modesty, it's gonna lost. get a higher it's higher watch <laughs> value isn't it when if, if people are getting their costumes ripped off <laughs> suddenly the viewership spikes for no reason yeah <laughs> uh, anyway um what about ed ed what did you think to that well they lose their costumes in ed it, they float away oh, on the wind no. and then they spend the whole ed chasing them down and occasionally they'll draw a weird angle where we can see more than we probably should and that's the yeah. ed i mean the song passes nice. my test of an ed telling a story like you, you, it does tell it is- a story of them chasing down their swimming costumes yes and you get these little moments that kind of show each of their characters off, mm. like Nozomi's headstrong, uh, 
like the clumsy ones fucking falling over all the time. Yeah. But yeah. I hated the song though. To be Did honest. you? I thought it was, ju- really, it was just so meh. It was, it was, it was a nice it really sort of was. song, I guess. So like, I didn't, it, it, I didn't leave any impression. It played it way too safe. Oh, I yeah. think, and the reason my going theory for why it is so safe is because it's, um, as is often the case with shows like this, where you have like a really largely sexualized main cast is the ED was sung by all the voice actors to try and like get you one more time to get those fans who like really like this voice actor who's playing this character to try and like draw them in. And when you get voice actors to do songs for stuff often like they're not trained as singers, they're trained as voice actors and to compensate for that, often the songs are really bland and kind of very simple and they just do the job that they need to do. Mm. And that doesn't excite me. Just get a really rogue singer in and just do like a completely insane, yeah, good song to like see us out. Like I don't just get the VA cast to half ass a song. Yeah. You know? Or I give do the, it go the, butt walks out of 10. Or do a, a, a bit of both and get the VA cast to just go all out. And whether it's any good or not, just like get them to be yeah. outrageously it's over the passion. top. And people won't care if it's a bit out of tune here and there because it's like they're going for it and they're having a good time. And they're going for it's, it. It's something different. Um, yeah. Yeah. That's fair enough. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. I give it, I give it a, um, ED out of 10. An, e- an ED out of 10. Ouch. Yeah. It's got to be there. <laughs> it's got to be there. Yeah. Um, Very nice. Okay, let's move into the big three questions and decide whether this show gets into the anniverse. Fabulous. Before we go, oh. my only odd and end is my favourite line from the first three isn't a spoken line. It's what's written on the board in one of the lessons. And it's, No, not thy rump. Oh. Thy shall not triumph. Oh, yeah. No, it is. Wait, well, it's spoken in the dub. She says it. Um, oh. Yeah. Um, I, I wrote it down as well. I said, that's my motto for life. No, not thy rump. <laughs> Never shalt thou triumph. That's what, it's, that's what she says in the, uh, in the dub. Um, <laughs> oh, it's so good. It's great. Uh, anyway, big three questions. Yep. Okay. But. <laughs> so, um... <laughs> Sam, the big three questions. We look at concept and execution. What is this show about? And does it do a good job of telling us and illustrating the concept in an entertaining way? Uh, are there any turnoffs? <laughs> wow. Are there any turnoffs? Is there any reasons why someone might not want to watch this show or get on board with this show? And finally, does it overcome those? Compelability. Does the first question outweigh the second question effectively? Um, and should we put it into the universe? Uh, Sam. Concept and execution. I'll let you go with this one. Okay. Well, our concept is, like I said, right at the beginning, it's an underdog story about a a young girl following her dreams and trying to achieve greatness with the help of her underdoggy friends, each with their own special power. It's not really any of that. It's just an excuse to have sexy girls doing sexy things in Mm. the horrendous flesh suit of a sports anime. Um, the concept is about as lewd as you can get. What if we just had girls fight with their asses and their breasts? Yeah, it's, and... it's missing. The only way you can make it lewder is if they were naked and you had olive oil just everywhere. And it was, yeah, just over an oil pit or something. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's like, it, it almost, if you wrote this out on paper, it sounds like the setup to like a bad porno story from the mid 2000s. <laughs> like, 
this is how we're going to begin the porn. And then, oh, and now they're having sex. Okay, fine. Mm. Um, unfortunately, despite that ridiculous and maligned concept, it's executed unlike anything I've ever seen. Yeah. Like, it's one of the most well-executed sports anime in general. And it's about butts and boobs. So it's really well executed. But the concept, especially nowadays... Sam, is this where, is this where you tell us... I, I just watch it for the animation, all right? I just watch it for the animation. It's great. Well, I'm here for the Sakuga, right? Yeah. I'm just here to, to... I just keep re-watching the same few parts. Because, like, who else has seen breasts rendered in that much detail before now? Nice. Not I, I say. Mm. Not I. Yeah, yeah I, th- I think overall, the concept is... Poor. Again, pretty Terrible. enough. But it's executed in such an almost unfathomable way yeah that i can't i can't say it's executed in a bad way because it's taken crap and executed it in pure gold Mm. so i'm conflicted how about you what do you think no i think that's fair i think um the question we have to ask ourselves is how much can you polish a turd um because yeah it's got it's got it's, it's executed really well um, but mm. question two asks us, are there any turnoffs? And I, I th- there's so oh many, there's so many. Um, first of all, it's almost entirely turnoffs. Yeah. First of all, uh, or turn on. <laughs> um, first of all, I would like to critique the, um, dialogue and voice acting. No, I'm joking. I don't care about that. Um, it, the sketchy etchy is the huge turnoff in this. And I think, um, absolutely. Regardless of how well it is executed, the concept, and again, this is goes back to like the creators, they, the concept is so there in that realm that mm-hmm. I just think it's going to be hard for any newbie. Like, okay, here's, here's, here's what genuinely happened last night. Uh, my wife came in uh, from an evening out as episode two was halfway through and all oh, the way up until that point, I was like, she's going to come home soon. And I haven't seen in, a part of... In, please don't walk in. I haven't seen a part of this show that I would be happy for her to walk in with. Like, that I would be like, yeah, if she walked in now, she'll just think it's a random show. Um, and anyway, she walked in and I paused it and there was a button screen just like taking up the entire frame. And I, I, started play, I started playing it. I was like, do you want to watch some anime? And I pr- pressed play. And she's like, what is this? <laughs> what is this and she was like i'm going i'm gonna go to bed um i was and she's i can't remember the, how the conversation went but it ended up like well i'm seeing boobs here and she was like no you're not i was like yeah i am look and i went back 30 seconds to the bit where the bra uh where, where she caught oh, she where she catches the swimsuit and she's like oh wow this is dumb um so lucy's and review she went to bed lucy's review was get any <laughs> <laughs> lucy's review was this is dumb um this th- is dumb out of 10. And I think that's kind of where you've got to come at this from, from a noob's perspective. No one who isn't... <sighs> Look, I no don't one's think watching this, you dude. Could bring in to... No one outside of the anime community is watching this. Absolutely not. I don't think... And to, to kind of come into question three, for me, of course I want to watch more of this dumb brain-dead show where people are, like, firing off... Kamehamehas with their ass cheeks. Yeah. It's 
it's incredible that it got this far. But would a noob? I think a noob would turn this on, watch the first episode and be like, ah, so anime is porn. I yes. guess I'm just never going to keep watching it. Yeah. Like everything we, and we've talked about this a little bit in terms of shows like Devilman or, um, even stuff like Food Wars where, Think of an outsider coming into anime for the first time, and this is the first thing that they see. They're going to think that all of the horror stories are true. They're going to think that, yes, it's just degenerates making content for degenerates, which arguably it is to a degree. Mm -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) And I think if you showed a complete novice Keijo as their first anime, they'd maybe get a couple of chuckles out of the juxtaposition of it all. But I do not think that they would go yes and now i shall seek out more anime because they just <laughs> yeah. think that it's more the same they'll think okay so naruto's probably just full of massive tits and in, in fighting as well like it's gonna mar your perception of everything else and um, it's almost going to i feel make you hyper aware to the sexualization of a lot of anime because it's like well if this is the most extreme example of course you're going to start seeing it everywhere else do you know what so else mar your I want, I want wow. to go back to Food Wars because you keep bringing it up. Food Wars had some real heart to it and some real life stuff. Like when dad, when his dad left and, um, when the shop, mm. when, when there was a threat of the store being closed down and they were clearly just, it, there was a lot more. And you can make the dishes. And you can make the dishes. There was a lot more narrative investment, um, from the, from the audience here. Mm-hmm. Although I think it is executed really well, and it is just a sports anime in in air quotes, um, mm-hmm. I don't think there's enough other stuff there to overcome what is the sketchy etchy. Like, yeah, they've done a good job animating everything, and yeah, the choreography and some of the sports stuff is quite fun and intricate, and like, oh yeah, that's quite clever how they've done that. But I don't these characters i don't give a damn about them at the minute like there's no one here that i've sort of gone hey they're a really un- they've got a really unique perspective on things they're just sort of there and um, and they're all mm. very similar like i was describing them like they haven't even gone really bizarre with the character designs like in a lot of shows like this you'll have really unique character designs and maybe that comes later when they get their own costumes as we know that they do but you need something yeah. like one's a bit clumsy and one's a bit serious and one's got white hair like it's it, i don't really feel like they've got enough about them to hold a show and yeah that's a big they've, difference they've really hastily thrown the team together yeah and they're not charismatic enough to kind of hold the show together yet no not for a show of this this uh a caliber like i think something i say caliber in a way that like if you want this show to work best you need characters to maintain it because at the end of the day it's a sports anime and people and that's what you're into sports anime for is to see the characters triumph and struggle and then overcome here it's just what is their character i want to get rich i want to be fast i like this magazine I'm a klutz. Yeah. At least with, if we think back to like Prince of Stride or Haikyuu. Yeah. With yeah. Haikyuu Hinata, we, we saw him face defeat and to see him gain his drive and his hunger for And we volleyball. see it, see his real, it, it was, real life. Like we get one flashback of her looking at high school at the board of elite players and that's about it. We don't get mm. any of that backstory. We don't know who she is. No. Yeah. yeah. So it's not getting him? I'd agree. 
I think not. No, no. I Good. think it's a bit too lewd. It's a bit too rude. Yeah, and it's just okay. So something that I will be watching in my own private time. <laughs> <laughs> of course. Uh, so Keiju, you do not get in to the universe, unfortunately. Um, but. You know, well done. You, you entertained us, and it was a, a nice change of pace from what uh, some of the some of the I don't know good shows that we've been watching recently. Um, good shows, yeah. We've been watching quite a few heady shows or just generally good quality stuff. So I thought let's just bring it back. Let's get something yeah. schlocky in. Yeah, no, let's I like just it. have a look at it and see. If I, we can I really enjoyed. I didn't know where you were going to fall with this. I honestly you, was sitting here. No. I'm genuinely surprised because I thought I thought there was good, there was a solid moment where I thought, well, could he just could he see the comedy in it? Well, well could he, he did just put be so overwhelmed. <laughs> he did put bloody citrus in, <laughs> oh, and yet here we are, here we 100 are, hundred episodes down the line, and I've still not forgiven you for that. <laughs> Go check out our episode on citrus yeah, to hear about Will's fun. opinions on incest. <laughs> They're not blood related. It's fine. Anyway, um, thank you all <laughs> for coming along to listen to Keiju. We are um, going to move on to Slice of Life, where we chat, chat, and catch up about like what we've been up to outside of watching Keiju. Um, yeah, if you're sticking around for that, great. We'd love to have you there. Um, otherwise, hit us up on Instagram. Hit us up, up on Twitter at Gateway to the Universe. Let us know what you thought of Keiju. Is this the lewdest sports anime? Are there others we should watch? Um, and yeah, Challenge would you play Keiju? Is there, are there any Keiju like enthusiasts Keijo. out there that um, are like this is a real thing? You know, like how Quidditch became a real thing in real life because of Harry Potter. Is this? Yes. Is there really people who Has play this Keiju? Become a real thing? That'd be impressive. I want to see. Keijo. Oh God, he's googling it. Okay, we're moving on to real slice of life. Go, life. go, go, go. Oh no. Oh no, no! Is it in Korea? Somewhere? Women in Portugal are <laughs> forming real Keijo teams. Yes. Is Keijo a real sport? Oh. A shattering sports event in Portugal. Brilliant. I'm go- uh, by the way, Why I'm is going Portugal to Portugal. Just gone like yes. Yeah. Uh, so my holiday this. Uh, so we're filming our next episode from Portugal in live in Portugal. <laughs> mm. oh dear but welcome everybody to slice of life the part of the episode where we kind of unwind a bit and just kind of catch up shoot the shit find out what we've been up to watching reading going places doing things in the past week will what's been going on in your slice of life okay, this week so Anything i'm gonna give exciting? you i'm gonna give you three clues as to what i've been up to Ooh. okay so the first one okay, was what you guess. what you said before we aired and you said something about wine becoming fermenting to vinegar. So that was my first clip. Yes. Have you got any uh, ideas? About what you were doing? Yes. Wine to vinegar. Uh, did you read Drops of God, the manga about a sommelier who tries to find the ultimate wine? No, that sounds phenomenal. I can't believe it's really there is... highly rated. I can't believe there's a, like, genuine connection there <laughs> that isn't what I was thinking of. Okay, yeah, no, I wasn't doing that. Okay, next next clue. Um, okay. Uh, okay. Um, I, I think you'll get it with this, because it, you, you will 1 billion percent understand what I'm getting at here. Okay. That's a lot of pressure. 
That was it. That was the clue. Oh, yeah. That was a clue? Yeah. What was the clue? I missed it. I wasn't... What, was it a visual clue? What? <laughs> Are you playing something? I can't oh, hear anything. No, 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 clue. no. The clue was you were one billion percent get what I'm getting at here. One billion... Oh, is it Dr. Stone? Yeah. Ah, <laughs> oh, let's go. So I was like, hey, who else says that? Damn right. <laughs> yes, Dr. Stone. Ah, oh, thank you. What have you. What have you been doing with Dr. Stone? Reading, uh, watching? Watching. I am on episode six of season two. So I've binged <gasps> the entire yes. first season. Um, Let's go. Yeah. Oh, that makes me so happy. I fucking love Dr. Stone. I fucking love think? Dr. Stone. Like, it's so good. What a show. And like, compared oh, to so this. Good. I love Senku. Compared to Keijo. Ke- Keijo. Keiju. Yeah. The... the there's no, there's very little sketchy edgy, although there are big, bruff. to be fair, there's a lot of male sketchy edgy, but like... Oh man, Sukasa. Yeah. Oh. <sighs> but what a show. I am so happy. Like the end of season one, like Good. I've got, I, I want to do oh, an You're halfway through season two as well. Let, let's do it next week. Let's do a Doctor Stone recap next <sighs> okay. week. Brilliant. Yeah. Okay. Because I've got a lot oh, to say and one, I don't want to do it. I don't want to spoil it, but really enjoying it, obviously. Because I've, I, oh, I just... so happy. I had, um, I had like... Uh, last week I just thought you know what I really want to watch I really want to watch Dr. Stone and I could, couldn't really place it and I've got my I've got my reasons but it was yeah it's a nice show to watch it's, it's so good um, it really is it, there's so many moments in that first season that just really just really hit yeah and just it's ah, yeah it, it, <laughs> the manga finished earlier this year maybe la- end of last year but the anime is still going we just got a, a special uh, which is canon, uh, an hour-long special, basically setting up for season three. Nice. So you've still got plenty of content left to yeah. go. Um, cool. Oh, man. What a show. Great. Good. I'm glad. Well, there we go. Next week sorted. Dr. Stone recap. What about you? What have you been up to? Um, Lots of seasonal anime. Spy Family season uh, part two is still going really strong and it's still a really good mm. production. My Hero Academia season six is back and has honestly been delivering banger after banger episode. A lot of people were really worried that um, season six was going to kind of go the same way as season five and not be as polished and not have as... And especially in a season where you've got Bleach coming back and Chainsaw Man like really popping off in the Shonen side. My Hero has actually done a really good job of holding its own ground and actually being a show that is worthy of being like one of the flagship Shonen Jump series this mm. this season so far. So if they can maintain that, then it's going to do a lot of help to repair My Hero's reputation. Because the last season kind of got marred with... There was a movie at the same time and a lot of the talent from the TV show went to the movie. And yeah, just... It's good to see it thriving yeah. especially with such fierce competition yeah good uh, yeah it's good chainsaw man is also really good <laughs> um just it's it, but it's also revealing that there's an entire subset of chainsaw man fans that just don't have any media literacy <laughs> and are just reading everything on the surface level and aren't understanding any of the like the deeper i sound like a, such a snob for saying it like the deeper meaning of chainsaw man <laughs> but right there are layers and the author right. has explained that there are layers but he shouldn't have to spell them out to the reader. Yeah. He's, he literally said, I trust the reader to read into the inner meanings of what I am drawing. And also he's storyboarding parts of the anime because he's a massive cinephile. Yeah. And people are not doing that because people are dumb. <laughs> right. Can you 
Can you give me an example of like, what do you mean a deeper meaning? Because obviously it's a man-made of chainsaws. Okay, so, yeah, it is a man-made of chainsaws. Yes. Um, so one of the big things is a lot of people are going, oh, Denji, who's our main character, he's just a horny teenager. And mm. that's it. That's the beginning and end of his motivations. But Denji comes from having a deadbeat dad that barely raised him to getting himself killed to then working for the mafia and having to sell literally like his eye, his liver, a kidney, one of his testicles he sells just to like try and pay back his dad's debt. And he's living off of literally a slice of bread for like two days worth of time. And he's killing demons for the mafia. Like he comes from such a dark place. His entire motivation initially is I want a good meal and I want to be able to sleep in a bed. And he achieves that by the end of like episode one. Mm. And so his motivation evolves. He finds some porno mags and goes, okay, I want to touch boobs. So it's not so much that he's just operating on horny mode, which, you know, he kind of is. Yeah. But he's also like, he's never had the opportunity to be able to think these things. And of course, once you, it's like, it's Maslow's hierarchy yeah. of needs. Yeah. Once you have I was gonna say, yeah. shelter, yeah. yeah, where do you go from there? Well, the next logical point for a kid of his age is, of course, he's going to be horny. Mm. So that's going to, be one big factor but as the series develops we learn more about him and he starts to that motivation starts to dwindle when he starts to find like genuine companionship and friendship friendship and friendship and stuff um yeah how and then there's the whole stuff of yeah how how do you feel um empathizing and sort of uh understanding the motives of a character with a literal chainsaw for a head and a penis, apparently, as well. So, uh, yeah, that's so uh, those horny adventures yeah. are going to get get messy real quick. Even, yeah, very messy, very quickly. Yes, uh, you know what? I I love Chainsaw Man. I think it's one of the best manga that's come out in the past maybe ten years yeah. because it is so absurd. Yeah, but it does also have that extra layer. Like, yeah. and the guy who wrote it, Fujimoto, he um, also has a chainsaw for a head. Should, he does also have a chainsaw for a head and and arms. I've heard <laughs> chainsaw nipples are his uh, special attack. Really hard to write <laughs> to write manga. Yeah, <laughs> it really is. But yeah, no, I'd, I'd recommend to anybody uh, check out Fujimoto's uh, one shots. Uh, don't look back, and no, I think it's just called Look Back and uh, <laughs> Goodbye Eri. They are both like two hundred odd pages of just standalone manga, yeah. which are fucking brilliant. And then also read Chainsaw Man. So yeah, that's about it. Awesome. Well, okay. Well, we're going to leave it there, guys. Thank you all for listening. And we shall see you next week where we will be reviewing Dr. Stone Season 1. Thanks for listening. 